As we begin this Lent, I can't help but think back to Lent of last year, how we would have been here last year on the first Sunday of Lent, not realizing what the next few weeks were going to bring. A massive world pandemic, shutting down not just businesses, but churches, that we didn't finish out Lent last year by celebrating Holy Week together or Easter Sunday. In fact, I think it wasn't even until Pentecost that we came back to church. And then only at half or less capacity, where we still remain this day. I've heard several people say throughout the year last year that they felt like they began Lent and Lent never ended. So if last year was Lent 2.0, this year is Lent 2.1. And hopefully we get it right this year, that we make it all the way to Holy Week and Easter and beyond. And hopefully this awful virus is on its way out. But we continue to be cautious and take precautions. And we continue to pray for those who still can't be with us physically to gather. We pray for them and with them. And we thank God for the technology that we have that we can stay connected virtually over these last several months. And we thank God for the gift of this gospel this day that gives us hope, that gives us strength, that gives us courage. Every first Sunday of Lent, we hear one of the gospel accounts of Jesus and his temptation by Satan in the desert. Matthew and Luke, well, they name those temptations, and we hear conversations between Jesus and the devil. But in Mark's short gospel account, we just hear that he was driven into the desert by the Spirit. You know what happened right before he was driven into the desert by the Spirit? He was baptized in the Jordan by John. And a spirit like the dove descended upon him. And a voice from heaven cried out, This, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. And that word listen doesn't mean just hear what he says. But the word listen has an element of obedience. Listen to him. Follow him. Do what he tells you. And so that's how we enter this first Sunday of Lent. This is how we enter these 40 days of praying, of fasting, of almsgiving, listening and being obedient to Jesus. The kingdom of God is at hand. This is the time of fulfillment. Repent and believe in the gospel. For belief leads to deeds and actions that show we are Christians. The wonderful thing about Jesus' temptation in the desert is that he didn't do it for himself. He did it for you. He did it for me. For Jesus didn't need to be tempted by the devil, but he went there driven by the Spirit for all humanity. That his power over the devil is our power over the devil. That our first parents, Adam and Eve, well, they succumbed to that serpent, that tricky, wily creature. 
and they fell for his lie, and they ate the forbidden fruit, and sin entered the world. But through Jesus confronting the devil in the desert and his lies, well, Jesus overcame the devil. And so that victory in Jesus' humanity is humanity's victory over the devil also. So when the devil comes to us, not just over these next 40 days, but whatever day of our life that he shows up, and he whispers into our ear, go ahead, reach out, take it, eat it, do it. Whatever it is that you want to do, you're okay. You're not going to die. Well, he's lying. And Jesus confronted those lies and he defeated the ancient serpent, Satan, the devil. And he did it for you and he did it for me to show us that we who are obedient to Jesus, we who repent from our sins and believe in his gospel and follow the path of discipleship, well, brothers and sisters, we have that power of Jesus to reject the lies of Satan. We have the power and the strength to stand up to Satan and say, no, I will not choose your way. I will choose the way of God. So this Lent, as we embark on prayer and fasting and almsgiving, may we fast and give up those things that keep us from becoming the person that God created us to be. We don't need to give up chocolate. We don't need to give up certain foods. We don't need to give up alcohol unless it leads us to sin. We don't need to give up social media unless it keeps us from praying. What God wants us to give up is selfishness, self-centeredness. God wants us to give up pride, envy, jealousy, lustful thoughts, lustful actions. God wants us to give up all those things that keep us, like I said, from becoming who God created us to be. Yes, it's good to give up chocolate once in a while. Yes, it's good to give up social media every once in a while. Yes, it's good to give up alcohol every once in a while. Because if we indulge ourselves in those things that we like, well, we become spoiled brats. So yes, we need to give them up every once in a while just to remind ourselves that they don't have the power over us. We have the power over them. But in the grand scheme of things, whatever we give up is supposed to lead us into deeper relationship with God and deeper relationship with each other. So if what you're giving up this Lent or last Lent and you're trying to do it again doesn't bring you closer to God or to each other, it's the wrong thing. Have the courage to ask the Holy Spirit, what in my life do I need to give up so that I can follow Jesus more closely, that I can truly repent, turn around, turn away from Satan, turn towards God, so that Jesus' victory is also my victory?